Today on the show, I'm speaking with Ginny Throop, and Ginny explains several different instances in her life where law of attraction was at work. It's an amazing story, and I can't wait to share it with you. So, enjoy. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show. And today, my special guest is Ginny Throop. Hi, Ginny. How are you? Hi, Natalie. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Fabulous. Now, Ginny and I actually met in Ibiza in Spain. Now, for those of you who don't know um, Ibiza or, or Ibiza, depending on how you uh, pronounce it, um, it's, a, it's an island off the coast of Spain. It's part of the Balearic Islands. Um, it's really not that big. I mean, I, I know that during the season it, the population goes out to like millions of people, but there's only like a, you know, several thousand people that live there, you know, off season. Um, and we had a chance meeting, you know, um, Jen, Jenny saw that on, uh, on Facebook that I was in Ibiza, so she contacted me and we got to meet up. And uh, she was sharing an amazing law of attraction story with me, which I had to share with you. Because, you know, I think the more we share these stories and we, the more we can see, like, in so many different situations, law of attraction is always working. Um, so what we might do, Ginny, is actually just start initially with your story. What's your background? Yes, fine. Well, I'm originally from the north of England. Mm -hmm. And for the best part of 20 years, I held various nine-to-five jobs, you know, in offices and banks and shops, even a funeral home at one time. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think all that time, I was aware that there was something more. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I think that I was constantly searching for something really important that I was missing mm -hmm. in life. And, you know, I wasn't unhappy, far from it, but it was just this niggling, underlying sense of something else. And I, I guess in this search, I mean, I changed my jobs frequently. I was a total evening class addict. I, I was always... Um, enrolling to learn something new, but it still just kept evading me. Mm -hmm. And then in 2003, I discovered Reiki, the, the energy healing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that was it, that was the turning point for me because through that, I suddenly got it and I understood that we are just energy and all of this is just energy and that was my full-on aha moment and that was it that, that that was it I'd found my passion I'd found my purpose I'd found my path mm -hmm. and I knew that I wanted to work with energy um, for the purposes of healing of course through the Reiki but also for the purposes of co-creating and, and manifesting because what I also realized was that our thoughts and our emotions are energy Mm -hmm. And it's through them that we can and do create our own realities. Exactly. And thereby started the, the magical mystery tour that, that led me to Ibiza. <laughs> now, your journey getting from the north of England to Spain was, mm -hmm. uh, was, was a very interesting story. So can you share that with us? <laughs> yes, I, I would love to. 
Well, well, my then husband and I, we'd been coming to Ibiza on holiday for many, many years, and we loved it. We just loved this island. And as time went by, we got the very strong sense that we would like to live here. And, I mean, I guess everybody has that feeling when you've had a really good holiday and you get back home and you think, oh, I wish I lived there. But we, we kind of recognised that this was something deeper and, and more powerful. And as much as we felt that we were being attracted to Ibiza, we felt that we were being attracted by Ibiza and there was a subtle difference as though she was actually drawing us to her. And I always refer to Ibiza in the feminine yes. sense of the word because to me it's very yin energy, it's very nurturing and loving but also very tough. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, so and yeah, and it, it's it's funny as well because we talk about law of attraction and vibrational frequencies and, and manifesting, and it's it's interesting to note that Ibiza is actually the third most magnetic spot on the entire planet. I know so the energy there is incredible. I love. I mean, we've been going there since '99. Like my husband and I've been going there for like 10 years or so. So it's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, so for this kind of work, this is just perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, so by this time, it, we, it still felt a little bit like a pipe dream. And we found ourselves thinking, we want to move to Ibiza. How do we do it? What do we do? And we were very having serious discussions and trying to work it out. And then the dream started to feel heavy. And by this time, we'd both started to learn enough about energy and law of attraction to realize what we were doing, and we were interfering in the house. Mm -hmm. And so then we, we, we just took on a different attitude, and we handed this over to the universe. And we just said, you know, hello, universe, if this is right for us, then we're up for it. Please guide us. And... You know, I mean, we, at the time we were both working full time, we had a big house, um, car, busy social life, and so it did, it was like, how on earth is this going to happen? Um, and what ended up happening a few weeks after our initial request to the universe was my husband was working, he had a very good job for a big multinational firm. And there was all sorts of shifts and changes and outsourcing going on with this company. And a consequence of that was that they were offering voluntary redundancies. So we ended up taking one of the voluntary redundancies. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that was it. We were off. Um, and we thought, that we're definitely on track with this. So the next logical step was to sell our house. And we, we lived, we loved our house, um, but it was right on the Yorkshire Moors, and it wasn't what you would call a traditional house. It was quite quirky. Right. So not maybe everybody's cup of tea. And in fact, when the estate agent came to value it, he described it as an oddity. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of said to ourselves, well, we're better settling for the long haul. This could take a long time. It could take months. It could take a year to sell. We may have to reduce the price. And then we stopped ourselves. We realized what we were doing. And we said, but is that what we want? Mm. And no, of course, it wasn't what we wanted. So we turned again to the universe and said, well, what we'd like is a very swift and very easy and joyful completion of sale to the next perfect owners for this house. And this took days. We literally, we, the estate agent had already been to value the house and we had an appointment with him to come and take photographs and to officially put it on the market. And the, the day before he was due to come, there was a knock at the door 
and this is Yorkshire, it's teeming with rain, <laughs> and there's a lady standing on the doorstep in a cuckoo, shivering, and she was selling raffle tickets for the village fairs. So he said to her, we'll buy the raffle tickets, but we won't be here when it's the village fair because the village fair was in the summer and this was April. Mm. He said, we won't be here because we're moving to Ibiza, mm. we told this total stranger. <laughs> um, and she said, is your house on the market then? So we said, well, it will be tomorrow. And she said, um, could I come and have a look? So, yes, of course. So in she came. I thought she just wanted to get in out of the rain and have a cup of tea. Yeah. But <laughs> As you do in Yorkshire. <laughs> an offer on the spot for the house so we ended up selling the house privately and I mean the estate agent was very understanding about it when we phoned him the next day and he said what a coincidence <laughs> and we said mm, yes no such thing <laughs> <laughs> so that was great but the, the only problem now was that this had happened so quickly we hadn't even started looking for a place on Ibiza so we thought, well, no problem. They obviously wanted to be in our house as soon as possible. And um, so we thought, well, we will rent a house somewhere in Yorkshire for six months while we get ourselves sorted out for the move. That would be easy, won't say That's no problem there. No. We trailed around all of the letting agents and it was the same story everywhere. No, no, we only do 12-month contracts. And, and, and you've got how many cats? Four cats? Oh, no, we don't do pets. So I think, well, what are we going to do about this? So again, we just said to the universe, can you guide us here? What, what, what are we supposed to do? And a, a few days later, we, we stumbled across an, a letting agent that for some reason we just completely overlooked before. Um, so we explained to her our requirements and our predicaments. And um, she said, oh, I've just got a shiver down my spine. A man came in yesterday to the office. He wants to rent his house out for six months. And I said to him, oh, you'll be lucky. Everybody wants 12 months. Mm. <laughs> and she said, and he's fine with animals because I don't know what it, he works with animals. I'm not sure exactly what his job is, but he does something with animals. And he said he's fine with pets. In fact, I have 300 houses on my books, and this is the only one with a cat flower. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So we went to look around, it was a charming little cottage, we loved it, so we moved in there, everything was fine, and all of our arrangements were going really well for moving to Ibiza. There was just one fly in the ointment, and that was our caps, we had four caps, and they, we'd have them, they had all the vaccinations done, because they were coming with us, they'd have the vaccinations, they had their pet passports, little suitcases packed, they were ready for the off, but the only th the thing that was troubling us was actually the logistics the transporting cats from Yorkshire to Ibiza was just a logistical nightmare. Did we take them on the same flight as us? And if so, how were we going to manage four big flight cases plus all of our luggage? Mm -hmm. um, and if they didn't come on the same flight as us, well, how, how did that work? Mm. So this one was actually a very scary one and it took it seems to take a long time and I realise now looking back that we were getting in the way with our panic and our worry and friends were saying to us, just find your cats a good home over here and some friends even offered to take them but that wasn't our vision and our dream, we love our cats, our cats are our kids mm. and if they hadn't have been able to come, we wouldn't have come, it was that big of a deal. 
So um, we were both getting quite anxious about this. And, and then one day I saw that there was um, a program on the television called Animal Airport. And I thought, ah, this is the universe intervening. I'll watch this. It'll give me all the guidance I need. So I sat and I watched this program and this particular episode, the lady had moved with her cat. And when she went to pick the cat up from the airport, she wasn't allowed to collect it because she had the wrong paperwork. Oh, oh so she was in tears. I was in tears. <laughs> and at that exact moment, the landlord of our house turned up. Now, we'd never met him up to this point. We'd only ever dealt with the letting agent. Um, but he'd, he'd told us before that he wanted to come. He didn't need to come into the house. He was turning up with the decorator um, to get a quote for painting the outside of the house. So my husband, I think really to, to get away from my hysteria, said, <laughs> I'm going to go and, and make myself known. So off he went, and he was gone for ages. And when he came back in, he had this huge grin on his face. And he said, I've just been explaining to the, the owner of the house about the problem with the cats. And, well, he thinks he might be able to help. And he passed me um, a business card. And it turned out that the owner of our house was the managing director of a company called Jets for Pets. Right. <laughs> and they actually transport live animals when the owners move abroad. So from us requesting and wondering where all our help was we wanted, we were requesting as safe and effortless and as untraumatic as possible journey for our cats and us to Ibiza. Right. So, because that, sorry, Jenny, I was just going to say that that kind of leads into what you're doing now because you, yeah. you work energetically with pets, right? That's right. Yes. And I suppose that was the thing that, that set me off because I mentioned Reiki before. I, I did, uh, I am a Reiki master, but because I love animals so much, I specialize in um, healing animals now. And, and it's a wonderful thing to do because um, my work now here is I, I have a website and it is quite an eclectic mix, but <laughs> the core of it is that I view my, my job, like yourself, um, as inspiring people and uplifting people and just opening people up to the magic of the universe. So on this side, I do animal reiki, mm -hmm. um, which I can do, obviously I can do with animals here, but... Reiki can also send as a distant healing and in all honesty it's more effective for animals as a distant healing um, because you can't say to a cat or a guinea pig or get on that massage table and don't move for an hour, you know, it's not happening. They, they respond very well to energetic healing so I, I'm delighted to be able to do that. That's and awesome. then the other side um, of my site is I do oracle readings, oracle cards, and it, again, it's energetic work, and it, it's not um, fortune-telling. The, the reason that I do the oracles is it is such a powerful and helpful tool for focusing and for connecting to the universe, because the universe is really communicating with us all, all day, every day. Mm. But we're just so busy, busy in this world that we, we don't often go quiet and still enough. Even ones of us that, that meditate and know about this, it's very difficult to block everything out and to really hear what the universe is trying to say to us. And that's where the oracles come in. It's a very, very accurate and very powerful way of communicating with the universe. Awesome. So where can people find out more about that? Thank you. The, the website is called fairyforestmagic.com and that's F-A-E-R-Y-F-O-R-E-S-T 
magic.com. Great. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing your law of attraction, you know, many law of attraction uh, incidences with us. Uh, and I know that you have many more, but it's... Yeah, but it's amazing that once you once you sort of let let go and go right, okay, well this is you know the law of attraction does exist and this is how we can we use it, um, and you know like you said, just getting out of the way sometimes is uh, awesome. is all you need to do. <laughs> well, thanks again, Jenny, for joining us, and um, and I hope you're enjoying sunny Ibiza right now. I know it's the crazy season. It is. And thank you so much for having me today, Natalie. It's been a joy to talk to you. Wonderful. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video and the information in it by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there. We'll send you six pre-made My Movies. Actually, no, we won't. Let me do that again. <laughs> and if you haven't done so already, Make sure that you put your email in the box above there. I would love to send you my Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It includes masters like Bob Proctor, John Astaraf, Marcy Shymoff, Joe Vitale. And I'd like, it's valued at $87, and I'd like to send it to you for free. So make sure that you put your email in the box above there to do that. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.